FYI, this podcast contains spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 476 of the podcast that goes snicked, snicked. I'm your host, Jason, and we are live from the red carpet of the 2021 Wolvie Award Show. That's right, we're going to wrap up and talk about all the best things from Wolverine Comics in 2021. So, we'll get the drum rolls ready, the envelopes ready, and we'll talk about who wins in the different categories. But, before we get to that, I want to say some thanks to people on Facebook and Twitter who either liked or shared, retweeted uh, the different kind of tweets about uh, the Wolvie Award nominations or participated in conversations or voted. Um, all that was super appreciated and I want to run through a quick list of names and I'll do this as quickly as possible but want to just recognize um, everyone that partook in the, uh, the nomination kind of Wolvie Award appreciation process. Whether you listen to the show or not, it doesn't really matter to me. I just appreciate the interaction, um, and it's very, very much appreciated. So, on Facebook, we had uh, Cameron Sinclair, of course, he's been on the show before. Uh, Pat Gunter, who's also been on the show before, is probably my first Facebook fan, or one of the very, very earliest ones. Um, he's stuck with us this whole time, so thanks, Pat. Um, and he, he participated in Facebook. Yeah, he jumped on Twitter for a hot second. It wasn't really his bag, and that's okay. It's not for everyone, but definitely appreciate Pat's uh, participation in conversations throughout the years. Um, and, of course, uh, Denise Venable was also participated on the Facebook page. And then on Twitter, we had a lot of people who uh, either retweeted or liked or talked about or voted. So um, we have Joshua Singh, who is, uh, and if any names I say wrong, I completely authentically apologize. I'm going to do my best here. So Joshua Singh is at Josh Dabom, uh, J-O-S-H-D-A-B-O-M. Corvus Richter at Iron underscore Harpy. Grant Richter, friend of the show at About Superman. Uh, Georgie Valco from the Scalabros at Jokey Georgie. At Double Leaf, uh, Evander Campos at Evander Campos 3, Parabyte at Alan Moot, A L A N M O O T E, David of Krakoa. Uh, really appreciate his comments and stuff. He led to some really good conversation. Um, at Jesus 666, that's D E E Z U S 666. Uh, John should die at Gent Carl. Uh, G-E-N-T-C-A-R-L. Uh, Mahmoud Azrar, of course, one of the nominees, uh, liked some of the tweets, um, and he's at Mahmoud Azrar. Uh, Laser St. Croix, or Lazier St. Croix, I'm not sure, but it's at St. Laser, but it's with a different spelling, so that's why I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's uh, at S-T-L-A-Z-H-A-R. So, However you say that, I definitely appreciate the uh, participation. Worlds Away, at K-L-M-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E-73, so K-L McIntyre 73, uh, Worlds Away. Derek at Charlie Brown 7, but the Brown and Char- I'm sorry, the O in Charlie Brown is a zero. 
Ordinary Corrupt Mutant Love at Howdy Duda, D-U-D-A at the end there. Jessica Malinowski at Hedgehog Vampire 1, but no E on Vampire. Uh, How Rude, uh, exclamation point, at L-R-S Levi underscore, so at L-R-S L-E-V-I underscore. And we have at Dan Brito Mendez, D-A-N-B-R-I-T-O-M-E-N-D-E-S. Uh, Nico Leone also liked some of the tweets, uh, also a nominee, uh, at Nico Leone underscore. At Wolver Steve, good friend, uh, need to have Wolver Steve on the show at some point. Wonderful guy, uh, great Wolverine cosplayer, huge Wolverine fan, uh, need to, need to have him on at some point. Um, at Raz Kurt, Kurt, maybe, uh, R-A-Z-K-U-R-D-T. And then Chris Field from Otherverse Games at Otherverse G. So thank you all for participating. And I went ahead, I wanted to do all the handles in case you want to go give some follows and show some love to some of them. Um, if you're not already all mutuals, then you know, make it happen and grow the community, right? That's what we're all here for. So with that, I'm going to jump into the category. So I did not. Um, tweet or share as much about the creators. I had a lot of traction with the covers and the snicks and the snacks. Um, and I think it probably would have been okay to like tweet with the creators and stuff, but sometimes, you know, I'm trying my best. You know, we, we're very honest on this show. Sometimes there are things we don't really love and we talk about that. Um, but for the most part, try to be positive and, and, and impersonal. And sometimes in the past when I have <laughs> um, done a vote with creators, sometimes people like to lift someone up by shitting on someone else. I'm just not really into that. Um, so I kind of shied away. Maybe I'll try it again in the future. But uh, anyway, so I'll just kind of go off of feedback I've gotten through conversation and then just my own kind of preferences on, on like the writer, penciler, and colorist. So first up, I'm going to do the 2021 Wolfie Award for Best Writer. Now, remember, our nominees are Jonathan Hickman for X-Men and X-Men Unlimited Infinity, uh, Benjamin Percy for Wolverine and X-Force, and Vita Ayala for New Mutants, and in case I need to say it again, yes, Gabby Counts. Um, oh, this one was a tough one. Because, obviously... Hickman, a superstar writer, um, you know, we just talked about on the last episode about how sad we are that the Hickman era of X-Men is over. And the the vault issue was very Laura-centric, like super involved in the story, super focused on Laura, and then particularly the relationship with Sink, and it's pretty awesome. And the X-Men Unlimited one... Uh, with, you know, the arc of Wolverine hunting down the AIM scientists in, on the space station. It's really fantastic. And New Mutants by Vita Ayala is one of the most consistently great books on this shelf. And Gabby's participation in that, and also sometimes including Jonathan the Wolverine, which I love, um, is really, really fantastic. But I think for me, because the Wolverine solo series has been so consistent, and because Benjamin Percy just continues 
to nail the voice of Logan. Um, while X-Force was a little up and down for me, maybe, Wolverine has been so strong. But I don't know, should I, just, should I give take points away for X-Force not always being my favorite? <laughs> I always love Wolverine in X-Force. Um, shoot, you know what? I'm going to go... I feel like Hickman also nailed Wolverine's voice in the X-Men Unlimited Infinity arc. So I'm going to have to go... I'm going to give the 2021 Wolverine Award for Best Wolverine Writer to Jonathan Hickman. And that's not a slam to either of the other two. All three of these are great. But I think Hickman really had maybe a little bit lower output, but everything was we scored consistently high on the podcast. Um, fives and sixes across the board. And just can't mess with that. <laughs> um, yeah, so Jonathan Hickman. Yay! Um, all right. So the 2021 Wolverine Award nominees for Best Pen- Wolverine Penciler are Adam Kubert on Wolverine, Ron Reyes on New Mutants, Joshua Kassara on X-Force, Mahmoud Azrar on X-Men, and Declan Chalvey on X-Men Unlimited Infinity Comic Book. Um, man, this is a tough one, too. All these are so great. Uh, Ron Reyes doing one of the most interesting uh, books on the shelf. Again, just so, so good. Um, of course, Adam Hubert is on the... Uh, I guess, I don't know, I don't think we say Mount Rushmore anymore, but you know, he's, he's on the very, very short list of Wolverine all-time artists. And is still just banging out. Awesome, awesome artwork. Um, Kassara! Uh, really, really um, grew on me, right? I think especially after the changes, like in the colors and stuff, really showed just what an awesome artist he was. And then, of course, Azrar, always been a uh, favorite of ours on the podcast. And those X-Men stories he did were, were fantastic. And Shelby, an, another legend, you know, a legend in the business, um, and that unlimited one looked really, really good. It just, it really did. Um, I'm gonna go. Man, this is a tough one. And a lot of people liked all of these, <laughs> or preferred all of these. So not really. We'll see. Uh, in some of these other categories, there's gonna be some clear fan favorites. Um, this one was pretty evenly split. A lot of support for Cubert and uh, Shelby, especially. Um, good grief. Um, I'm going to go with, drum roll, you know, Kubert's won it before, and I kind of feel like it's a tie between Kubert and Shelby, so I'm going to go Declan Shelby for X-Men Unlimited Infinity Comic as uh, the best pencil for 2021. Pretty awesome. Snuck in at the end there. All right. Uh, so the 2021 Wolvie Award for best colors would be Guru Effects on X-Force. Frank Martin on Wolverine. I think I said Frank White in my COVID fog on the nomination episode. Apologize, I was getting that mixed up with Dean White, who did some of the co- covers. The colors on the covers. But Frank Martin did the interiors. Uh, Rod Reyes, of course, does his own colors on New Mutants. And then Sonny Go on X-Men. And this one's pretty clear, I think. Uh, all Again, all great colorists. And we're in an age of great colorists, and where they're getting recognized, and that's really awesome. But I think um, the Wolvie Award for 2021 Best Wolverine Colorist is going to go to Sonny Go for X-Men. Uh, just fantastic, fantastic work. 
All right. So next, we'll uh, kind of go backwards. We'll go with uh, Best Snack will be next. So the 2021 Movie Award nominees for Best Snack are Nice Guy Logan from Wolverine 14 by Benjamin Percy and Adam Kubert. Uh, Stop, Don't Hurt My Sword, <laughs> The Double Snacked from Wolverine 15 by Benjamin Percy and Adam Hubert. And then um, the Wolverine 16 Snacked, um, also by Percy and Hubert. And that was the one um, where he's just talking at the table with uh, Solomon. And he's like, oh, you. <laughs> so, um... Only one of these got a fan vote. Um, Cameron Sinclair voted for The Nice Guy Snacked. And I was leaning towards that one anyway. Uh, it's a great scene. Um, we, you know, we have the claws out. You know, it's hard to pass up a double snack, but I think we're going to go with The Nice Guy Snacked from Wolverine 14 uh, as Best Snacked of 2021. All right, Best Snicked. So remember, we have uh, Nice Claws from X-Force 16 by Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara. Um, the Auction Action, or the Reveal of Patch, Blown in Wolverine Number 9 by Benjamin Percy and Adam Kubert. I'm In, in Power Pack Number 4 by Ryan North and Nico Leone. What Are You Looking At? in X-Men 18 by Jonathan Hickman and Matthew Nazarar. Uh, just a really cool, some Adam Kubert ones, um, some extra Adam Kubert ones. Uh, we have the Silhouette Snick in uh, Wolverine 14 by Percy and Kubert, where we have the red snick inside the black silhouette of his hand, which is pretty cool. Uh, the At the Table, where the claws make the eye at the bar um, in Wolverine 15. And then where he's uh, crunching the glass, breaking the bug, a mug of beer in his hand in 16. Those are kind of like bonus snicks. Um, I think the double snick in number nine is probably the best of the Kubert bunch. <laughs> so it had to win. It had it had the uh, the play in. It had to go against the other Kubert snicks to win the best Kubert snick. <laughs> and then go up against everyone else for the best overall snick. <laughs> so um, the X-Force one uh, was voted on by Pat Gunter. Um, Wolverine 16... Um, the one with the broken glass got a nod by Denise. Um, the auction got a nod by Parabyte. But overwhelmingly, um, Davida Krakoa had a nice, I was looking for the actual tweet and it's buried in my timeline, but he talked about how fun that the nice claws one was in X-Force, um, and I totally agree. It was really fun and just really cool. The way that the snicked underwater was, like, wavy. It was really like the actual, like, word snicked and the sound effect. It was really cool. Uh, but I just talked about the, over -emotion, the overall emotional impact of the story and Sink's smile uh, from the snicked in X-Men 18. And that one was by far... <laughs> the most uh, voted for by you guys, the listeners. Uh, Davida Krakoa, Laser St. Croix, Mahmoud Azrar. He liked his own, <laughs> but I think he more liked our responses to it. Because we had a lot... Uh, as the conversation went on from uh, David of Krakoa and Laser St. Croix, um, there was a lot of back and forth in conversation, and we said a lot of really nice things, and I think 
like Miraz uh, just politely saw himself tagged and some really nice things about it and, and liked that. And uh, hey, that's cool. Um, John Carlincorn and Derek also all voted for this Nick. And I, you know, as much as I do agree that the one in X Force is really fun and it looks awesome and the colors are great and it's the callback to the giant crabs from giant size. Um, I do think just where it is in the story and the art as well, right? I'm not discounting the art, but just where it is in the story and the way they bookend with with a similar panel with Laura out of costume at the end of the story, I think it's got the best Nick for 2021 has to be Wolverine 18 uh, by Hickman and Azarar and Sunny Go. And um, it's just, it's really, really awesome. I think I feel pretty good about giving that the Wolvie Award. But definitely honorary mention to the uh, one by um, Joshua Kassara and Guru Effects um, in X-Force number 16, because that's pretty cool. All right, that's going to take us to best cover. So our, remember, our nominees are X-Force 16 by Joshua Kassara and Dean White. Uh, X-Men number 18 by Leno Francis Yu and Sunny Go. New Mutants number 20 by Martin Simmons. Wolverine number 14 by Adam Kubert and Frank Martin. Shang-Chi number 3 by Yu and Go again. And then Wolverine 16 by Kubert and Martin again. So two two teams had double nominations. That's pretty cool. And it's pretty rad that that happened. Um, Alright, so covers uh, for X-Force... Uh, got votes by Pat and Devine. Uh, 16 got a nod from Denise. Uh, both the... So, so Devine and Krakoa again talked about how he says... Let me, let me see if I can actually find this one. It was not as far down in my timeline. So let me see if, if I can find it real fast. Because he talked about... Oh, stalling, stalling... Um, he said, you know, eventually the Adam Kubert cover has his vote. He had seen the preview tons of times but didn't realize Logan was on the cover until he had the book in his hands. And then he proceeded to just stare in silence for 10 minutes or so. But he also said um, that he had all six of the covers and it's so hard to pick a top two to three. And I agree. They're all awesome. Because um, in addition to the one he voted for, the Kassara and New covers are also so damn sick too and I'm not actually sure if he meant oh no he meant the Shang-Chi one okay yep so uh, he did mean the Shang-Chi so which is awesome it's a great cover um you know thank you to everyone but especially David of Krakoa really um or Jesus however you're going um really just sparked a lot of really good conversation so I really appreciate that one of the things I love most about the show is engaging with Wolverine fans or X-Men fans or where you, however you classify yourself. Um, so it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to have to agree with them. I think at the end of the day, there's a lot of really good covers. And I do want to acknowledge Georgie. So Georgie said far and away it was New Mutants. And I commented that I think, you know, Wolverine aside, it's like on the short list for best comic covers of the year. Love it. Love it so much. And I'm tempted to go with it. But I gotta go with the majority here. <laughs> Sorry, Georgie. Um, as much as I love the New Mutants cover, uh, that Wolverine 
14 cover, which is the one where Wolverine's head is kind of in the background and Solomon's above it and the horizon comes out of Wolverine's mouth. Um, just that that got the most support and it's awesome. So uh, I got to go with it. Um, so the, the Wolverine Wolverine Award for Best Wolverine Cover of 2021 is going to be Wolverine number 14 by Adam Kubert and that one's by Frank Martin, I believe. Yep. Yep. So that's that's our Wolfie Awards. Pretty short. <laughs> you know, but again, had a lot of fun doing this, and it is all in good fun. If I mentioned at all that someone was in the running for these, that means I loved it. So anyone that didn't win, you can find out, and I don't care, but... <laughs> I think particularly for, for like, um, the New Mutants book, uh... Several clo- close calls in several categories. That's a solid, solid book. and cannot wait for it to come back after 10 Lives, 10 Deaths, and Wolverine. Um, just love that book so much. So, you know, honorary mentions to all that. Um, you know, a couple of things I want to point out. We don't have a category for, like, best panel or best guest spot. But I do want to mention a couple of highlights. Um, the scene of... Wolverine in his diver suit in front of the Beast of the Deep. It's a full-page splash in X-Force 16. Is one of my favorite panels of the year. Another one was in the last issue of Wolverine, 19, um, with the that same creature in a double-page splash this time, uh, coming above the water by Javi Fernandez and Matt Wilson. Um, and Wolverine tiny on a ship <laughs> in perspective is really, really great. I also love the Wolverine. Uh, remember when Wolverine was a, a fake bad guy, uh, had a purple and black suit, reminiscent of a spy suit from Marvel Comics Presents. Um, and he was Wolverine uh, by Ryan North and Nico Leone in Power Pack. Those are some of my favorite panels of the year. Gotta say, two favorite guest spots are definitely Power Pack and Runaways. Um, those are both just excellent, excellent guest spots. Showing the softer side of Wolverine, the more kind of Uncle Logan side of Wolverine. Um, just love those both a lot. Really, really great stories that we graded really high on the podcast. So not an official categories or awards, but just really, really fun things I want to mention is highlights from 2021. And that's it. We're going to close the book on 2021. So do have a couple of things to mention as um, we wind down. A couple of new comics and appearances just want to talk about real quickly. Um, first of all, the end of Savage Avengers. The Wolverine was in and out of this book, but it ends with number 28. And we're going to talk about this one just real briefly because Wolverine is in it. And this is Coda, written by Jerry Dugan, art by Patch Zercher. Cover by, uh, sorry, colors by Yava Tataglia. And letters by V.C. Travis Lanham. Cover is by Valerio Gian Giordano and Frank Diamarda. And on the cover we have Conan riding through the streets of New York in a snowstorm on a horse with a cape and a sword in the air and the crowds, some cheering, some standing with arms crossed. <laughs> but it's an okay cover. Not the covers of the series have not been my favorite part. But, anyway, this is the end. This is at the end. So, remember last time uh, Kang and Conan defeated Kool and Goth, 
or the Savage Avengers defeated Kulin Goth, and then Kang and Conan went back in time. Everyone thought they were going to kill Kulin Goth, but really they just turned him away from magic and made him a barbarian. And that's this story is Conan trading the young, no longer wizard, and then Kang comes in and says, "Is it time?" And he's like, "No." And so a crow comes in and gives Conan a message, and so and they travel literally around the world. Uh, Conan and young Kulin Goth to meet the wizard where he is tempted by magic but he chooses a sword. We get a, a great panel by Zercher of um, Suma Shuma all these magic names um, Shuma Garoth not to be confused with Kulin Goth um, who's the eyeball with the tentacles it's an amazing panel um, anyway he offers uh, Kulin Goth a magic staff to defeat him, but he chooses a sword, says, I will live or die by the sword. So he passes the test. He's going to be a warrior, not a wizard. And then Conan's like, all right, well, it's time to go. And Kang comes and gets him, and they send him on his way. So Kang takes Conan back to Samaria, or Chimeria, however you say it. And Conan's like, no, wait, I need to go back to Earth, 616, 2022, and I got business. And Kang's like, no, uh, you can best me. And Conan's like, You're my sword. I saw your trophy room. My sword's not there. And they fight a little bit. And Conan gets the best of Kang and says, Take me back. And he's like, Okay. So we go back to dinner uh, with our Savage Avengers, including Wolverine. Kang pops in. Um, and then he pops back out to his trophy room. Uh, in a funny segment, he hands uh, the Infinity Gauntlet and Chicken Leg and says, Hold this. And inside Annihilus's face, there's a button. There's a secret room in the trophy room. And Conan's sword and weapons are there. And he picks up the sword and he smiles. But etched on the blade is this isn't over. And so at the end, Kane goes back. He brings Conan home and says, you know, let's, let's not be enemies, please. <laughs> and Conan's like, all right. And that's where, he, that's where it ends. So the art's really good. Um, there's a nice letter at the end from the creative team. You can tell whether I loved all this or not. It was definitely a passion project for the creative team. Um, you know, Dugan and Zercher were both love Conan. Sorry, I keep saying Conan because it's Conan O'Brien. Conan, the barbarian. They both love Conan. And... Um, you know, we're very, very impassioned about this book. It was up and down for me. I felt like it ended strong. It was a nice, strong end in the story. Um, I would give this book, this coda, um, you know what? I'd probably give it five out of six claws. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, just the way it ended was, was probably the last chapter, last story arc, probably one of the better ones of the series. So, end strong. Stick the landing. So, way to go. All right, the other thing I want to talk about is Dark Ages number four. We've been really digging Dark Ages here on the podcast. Um, written by Tom Taylor, art by Yvonne Quello, colors by Brian Reber, letters by VCs Joe Sabino, cover by Yvonne Quello and Frank Diamarda. And this is an awesome cover. Um, it has like a helicarrier being pulled down by Ant-Man riding Thing Thing Foom. So a giant Ant-Man. And our heroes are being slidden down the runway of the helicarrier. We have Nick Fury, uh, Spider-Man, Nightcrawler, and of course Wolverine, Laura, using her claws as a brake. So she's got her arm behind her, 
digging into the platform and she slides down. Um, it's an awesome, awesome cover. Um, I don't know if this gets like cover of the year nod or not, because we have Wolverine's back to us. Um, but I don't know. It might. It's going to be a snick of the year, possibly, in here. Um, so anyway, remember this whole story is it's an alternate timeline, an alternate future, where uh, some cosmic beings have burnt out the world. There's no electricity, and our heroes are adjusting. And, um... Yeah, they're fighting the bad guys. Who are they? What's going on here? Um... <laughs> this is the Unmaker, um... Apocalypse has kidnapped Tony Stark. Uh, you know, and Quicksilver came back when he was overtaken by the Purple Man and murdered everyone. So now we meet Nightcrawler, and he's a straight-up pirate, which is awesome. And he has this giant ship. It's an abandoned helicarrier. Of course, it can't fly. Uh, he says it, it's lost all of its heli. Um, and it's manned by multiple men and Colossus, who does the anchor, uh, the giant, giant anchor. And multiple men is the crew. And right now, they're trying to take everyone from Europe to Wakanda. They have like 100,000 people on this helicarrier. And they can't run. So Storm, as Queen of Wakanda and Goddess of the Storm, uses the elements with a giant sail to literally blow a helicarrier across the ocean. It's pretty awesome. Um, she's pretty badass. And of course, she's greeted by T'Challa and their daughter, um, Nico Jean... I can't say this. It's N-K-O-S-A-Z-A-N-A. Nico Sazana, maybe. It's a very sweet moment with the family. Um, And Pepper comes in her Iron Man suit. Remember, her and Sue Storm are going to go. They found out Reed is alive in Europe, so they're going to go try to get him, rescue him from Apocalypse. Um, And it's a dangerous mission, and Sue's like, begs Fury just to give her like a, a ship or something. And she's like, no, you need the Helen carrier. And they're like, but Storm's too tired. And they always no. Um, you know, it would take them too long, and there's too many threats to go by themselves. Or to, even to take the Helen carrier and just use the steam engine, which I guess it has. But it's too slow. So Storm says, it'll be faster and safer if I take them. And also, I am a queen, and our kingdom is threatened. We'll leave within the hours. I don't care how tired I am. This is my land. These are my people. It's really awesome. Storm is really awesome in this issue. Um, Then, of course, part of the team will be uh, Wolverine and Spider-Man. Uh, so they get with Nick Fury and Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and Storm starts blowing them across. And um, Doom talks about what's going to happen after they defeat Apocalypse. Wolverine, Laura calls him out for saying he's one another kingdom uh, to rule. And then we hear a scream, and it's May Parker and Danny Cage who have stowed away. And then Nick Fury is speared through the chest, and it's the uh, Ghost Raiders, so a bunch of pirates who have Ghost Rider skulls are attacking. And then Wolverine, Laura, and Gabby get a... And quadruple snip as they get a double fastball special from Colossus. This is awesome. An awesome panel. Uh, probably will be a snip in the year nominee um, for 2022. And the fight ensues, and they fight the Ghost Raiders. Um, and it's a big battle. You know, Nightcrawler gets in. And then out of the deep comes Fing Fang Foom, written by 
giant Ant-Man Scott Lang great panels and Mayday's like or May Parker's like oh it's a monster and Peter's like yeah but it's our monster and they burn and crush the Ghost Raiders and they win the fight but they've lost Nick Fury and they've lost a friend so uh, they mourn him and get ready to continue their journey um, this art is awesome the story is awesome I'm really enjoying this as an alternate tell right not in canon or whatever but it's, it's been really really both dark and fun which is I mean Tom Taylor's bread and butter is the ability to just try being very serious and writing just awesome stories and also being very sweet and fun and having those light moments and uh, I mean Tom Taylor's one of the best in the business he really is um I mean Dark Ages number four a very solid five out of six claws you know, the only thing I would maybe say is uh you know, Quello, when he was doing the Venom stuff, had a very clean art, and this one's a little sketchier. I still really, really like it. When there are some places like where Laura's face maybe looks a little weird or makes some weird facial expressions, but, um, I mean, that's nitpicky. But, I mean, I think we're talking between a five and a six. You know how to nitpick a little bit. But, yeah, very, very strong five out of six claws for Dark Ages number four. Loving this series so far. Alright, so that's, we have one more thing to talk about. It's going to be X-Men Legends number 10. So this one is a sinister story. The Ace Circle, written by uh, Fabian Nicieza, penciled by Dan Jurgen, Scott Hannon does the inks, Alex Sinclair does the colors, VCs Joe Caramagna does the letters, um, and then... Jurgens, Hannah, and Sinclair all do the cover. And on the cover, we have Sinister in the background. And then we have uh, Magneto front and center in the foreground, flanked by Beast, Xavier, Moira, and um, Amanda Mueller. So this story takes place at the same time as X-Men number 34, which we are almost to in our flashback episodes. Not quite. Uh, a handful of episodes away. and Probably, uh, probably like a couple months. Before we get there. And I thought about maybe waiting, but it's really not that pertinent. And really, this is kind of a Gambus Gumbo bonus because that issue, the scenes from that issue are shown in on the monitors on the video screen. <laughs> so basically, Sinister has a dinner with the characters from the cover and trying to figure out, you know, genetics and evolution. But then his guests start to decay. It turns out they're all clones. Uh, so they're, they're fighting for their survival as the X-Men attack the base. But it turns out at the end that Sinister is also a clone himself. And then Amanda Mueller gives him some pertinent information. While the real Mr. Sinister is shown on the video screen finding X-Factor from uh, issues 104 to 105. Um, and so this Sinister is kind of broken hearted that he's a clone, but he doesn't want to lose the information. He wants his real self to get it before he... Uh, falls into decay so he sends it out and he says I'll never know if it got there or not and I don't remember what this is so it talks about well homo unitis <laughs> good grief yeah definitely cut out some dead time there sorry <laughs> now, I don't remember if that's a thing that comes up in the issues or not so I don't know what Fabian's doing here um the art fine is good uh, Dan Jurgens is an awesome penciler uh, it definitely looks kind of classic here um, I think intentionally so, so that's not a slam. Um, but yeah, uh, it looks fine. Uh, the story's it's fine. It's interesting, I guess. Um, I'll be interested to see if it actually ties in at all 
tune the issue 34. I don't remember what happens in that issue specifically, so we'll we'll talk about it when we get there. But um, I'm gonna give X-Men Legends number 10 three out of six claw. Sorry, uh, three out of four aces for Gamma's Gumbo. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the um, award show episode and a couple of comics here. Uh, next up will be 10 Deaths and Wolverine, or 10 Lives. I don't know which one's first or if they're the same. I'm really still a little confused on that. But either way, that'll be next. We'll start off the Wolverine event, the X-Men event, that focuses on Wolverine. And I will have an episode, but also, probably before it comes out, I'm going on the lovely and amazing House of X podcast to talk about it as well. And that'll probably come out first. So definitely look for that. I'll definitely tweet it and share it on Facebook and stuff. But check that out. And then come back and hear some more, uh, I guess, bonus thoughts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm still talking about it on this show because I owe it to all the Wolverine fans to do that. But um, yeah. That will be really fun. So, uh, as always, for the podcast that goes snicked, you can like the Facebook page. Twitter is at SnickCast. Show notes are snickcast.podbean.com. And until next time, hugs and snicks, everyone. Bye-bye. And snacked.